Welcome to Blood Moon Milk, the astrology podcast that comes out every new and full moon to help you on your mindfulness, meditation, and manifestation journey. I'm your host, Aurora, and this episode, we'll be talking with Trish and Dr. Amy King while uh, in the middle of a one-on-one to go over Trish's astrology chart. So you guys get a real treat. You get to sit in and be a little fly on the wall to hear what it's like to have a one-on-one session with me in case you've ever been curious. We talk about all kinds of stuff and there's pretty much no filter here. If you're looking for anything related to the new full moon that's coming up in Scorpio, uh, check out the Taurus season episode for season two. Uh, I believe it's the episode right before this one. The full moon info is all covered there for you. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Any any passion project right now? This is the kind of okay, even though the universe and our current political situation at home in this country right now is fucking awful and scary. The amazing thing about being alive right now is that you can pretty much make anything you want and you have an audience and you can do it. You don't have to do it to where it's like this super fucking produced network show. You can do it like uh, something on a budget and people will still get it and watch it. You'll have an audience. Yeah. I mean, like my show is like, I cannot believe I have an audience, but I do. <laughs> like, um, I do. And I'm Thank like, you. it's getting bigger and bigger. And I'm like, yeah, I need to find a way to quit my job. Like, yes, so I can like. Just quit your job. I mean, well, so I'm doing this. You have most, a Patreon, right? No, this is what I have now, okay. though. Like, I have a. I started doing a daily newsletter that's about yeah. astrology. Um, and it's kind of replaced my horoscopes on Instagram. So accidentally, my Instagram has become sign up for my daily newsletter and pay me five right. bucks a month. Yeah, but fuck Instagram. At this I point, fucking hate honestly. them. It's like. It's so ruined with the algorithm. I don't see it's your so, shit. I, that, I'm just realizing I don't see your shit anymore, which is that's, lame. That's like, that's the problem. People don't see mine either. It's fucked up. Yeah. So I, I've asked and like started, like, I'm kind of like begging my friends at first just to like get the ball rolling and get me in the flow of creating those daily horoscopes yeah. and their, um, they're animated and they're pretty and they just come to your inbox. Um, and you can sign up. I'm do it right That's now. awesome. Um, do it right now. And so from your Instagram? Uh, yeah. You can go from my Instagram link in bio and then you can, it's, either five bucks a month or one payment for the year for 60 bucks oh that's good that's a good but yeah. like and it's Gosh, if my similar. if everybody who listened to the show subscribed to that i could quit my job that's awesome it can happen it can yeah what are the analytics so many posts what are the analytics that i uh, like do you know what the analytics for other mm-hmm. formats mm-hmm. of that is like how many if you have x amount of listeners on your podcast what's the percentage business-wise that you can expect to be getting oh, this um like consistently without like really beating people over the head with it about 10 percent um, that's still good because that's but almost it, half but it starts the ball rolling yeah. you know like and it's it gets people being like, hey, I read this cool email and my friend writes this thing. And right. it is by default not an ad because people are paying for it. So I do right. not have to advertise to them. Yeah. And so they can just enjoy the content. And I don't have to be like shoving like please for support down people's throats. Right. 
And I think it's a much more enjoyable experience. Um, the emails come out at six in the morning, Monday through Friday, and yeah. Friday covers the weekend. Oh, right. Um, so like you get in that weekend, like whatever. And that's a lot of work. Yeah. That's so much but work. if I can quit my day job and just have to write that one bit of content a day, I could a support myself and be really fucking happy and have time and energy to devote to helping other people grow, growing right. my network and still being like, like happy and cool. Right. And like not sad yeah. and stressed you, about shit. Yeah. yeah. But I it is, like it's this possible. Is, do you follow um, Jessica Lignato? No, I don't think I have. She I could be she a really good expander for you. Yeah. Like I'm, that's. I'm going to start doing events and yes. stuff, which yes. I like doing them, but like, when you are working a full-time job to keep the boat afloat yeah. and then doing it on the weekends, it's just exhausting. It's so exhausting. Yeah. But it's not impossible and it's, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I just wrote for a, a little baby bit. Um, yeah. You can quit that stupid Yeah. Thing. I just, with all the migraine stuff, I, I've already written a week's worth of post with a migraine that right. I thought was going to fucking kill me. And they're almost all animated already. Oh my God. Are you animating them yourself or mm-hmm. is it, oh wow, that's rad. Yeah. I'm animating, illustrating them myself. Some days are more simple than others, but it just depends on the day. Yeah. Um, and you know, if, and when I can devote more time to it, it'll be more consistent, but yeah. start somewhere, you know? And I was surprised cause like we just, I just friended you on Facebook. I was surprised at how many of like my like older Atlanta crowd friends that you were friends with. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no wonder you were at Steve's party and like Steve's party. Steve West. Oh yeah, yeah. Were we, like, were we all re- well? Were we yeah. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember so that. And so I was just yeah. like, oh well, you know, like this makes sense. And I was one of those surprised I hadn't run into you earlier. I haven't been going out in a long time. Same, you know, and all that's like uh, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Like, and I have made an effort to go out, but like I am. I hate most people. I hate the general public, and I just sit there, and I'm like... <laughs> I was like, triple. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a try high five. <laughs> try five. A, a high 15. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that'd be a good, like, patch logo, like a high, like, three hands clap, like, high five. High fifteening, and then it's like the three of cups, right? The three chairs. Yeah, yeah. Like I need to draw that right now, like so I don't forget about it. <laughs> don't let anyone take it yeah. from you. We have it's documentation. That's true. And I'll sketch this, and I'll we can start with your chart if you want. Yeah, that's fine. I've got the sinus pressure today. As soon as those storms rolled into town last night, and I've been fighting allergies, and I've not been so bad, but it was like. I started my period in the middle of the night, and then the pressure, the storms rolled in, and the pressure, and I hadn't started getting those aura headaches, like migraines, until I did Reiki one. Mm. That's interesting. Do you think that uh, neurological phenomena in your experience, maybe Amy might know more, um, accompanies uh, spiritual ascension and or hormone changes? Yeah, I think 100%. Well, yeah, I mean, like, mental illness and stuff is often linked to, um, uh, like, a shamanic experience almost, and, like... Yeah. Yeah, they think, I mean, bipolar, Mm -hmm. I mean, all these names for mental health stuff, most people that we know are either 
are that, flat out crazy. Well, yeah, yeah. but they're not crazy. Like <laughs> right. they think that they're crazy, but, but they're the, actually legit. And if people would just listen to them. Right. Sorry, yeah. I got distracted by. She's like looking at her hand. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like trying to draw my hand, but I'm listening to you. No, it's good. But not capitalist, patriarchal, crazy, but like good old juju earth crazy. Yeah, yeah like they're seeing other things that aren't there, and like feral crazy. Exactly, babe. I, mean, I think that's. I think there's a lot. Yeah. And how most enlightened people are queer, also. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed about your chart, uh, well, there's a couple of things, but like, there's a lot of uh, themes of duality and tension. Yeah. And, there is. Um, and also uh, a lot of um, signifiers for really intense but diverse and unexpected sexual changes. Yeah, I can see that. And That's the retrograde uh, Pluto. Pluto. Mm-hmm. And the, was it the 11th? And then two? you have a Uranus, uh, Uranus retrograde in Scorpio, too. So Pluto is all about, like, the unseen. Yeah. Um... But because it's in Libra, it's, like, for humanity. Like, you have a vision of, like, people getting along on a larger scale and having shit and in order to do that. Yeah. No, that's... Pretty um, accurate. Are you familiar, <laughs> are you familiar with, like, um, like, the Norse mythology, like, the pantheon a of bit, the gods? A bit, yeah. You know how, like, every, Loki is kind of posed as the trickster chaos mm-hmm. god? Okay. Yeah. I read on a page that I follow on Facebook and Instagram called Norse Animism, and um, they copy and pasted an article recently that somebody was basically talking about this whole rise of Trump and this, like, rise of right-wing conservative ideology across the globe Mm -hmm. as being the trickster Loki spinning chaos in us for us, in order for us to evolve, because in theory, Odin puts up with Loki... Because well, he needs him to help right. him execute his goals. Right. Because Odin is a war god, and he thrives off of chaos and carnage, and well, so the two of them conspire for things. To I like, think there's a duality within that war god sense because of how he is brought in with a veneer. I don't think he's like totally a war god because he's also the god of poetry and the god of song and the god of. But yes, he resides over the warriors that are picked up. But Freya also has that war god sense too, and she's also sex, love, and like rock and roll. Yeah. Um, I think that that's what makes Odin, and he's a triple god because it's Odin Veneve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he killed himself. He sacrificed himself three times, and he like nine days, him. nine nights. Yeah. To get the runes, but he got them from. Freya. And he, like, cut out his own eye and offered it to the world. Right. And to do his type of magic, you have to dress and drag to do the male mm. satyr. Um, that's typically the thing, is because it's kind of, it's Freya's magic, so a lot of the old priests would dress in women's clothes and, mm. like, and embody that crone energy to obtain that divination and that song. Yeah. So, but the whole rise of Loki being, Loki is in a sense being 
the thing that drove black trans women at Stonewall riots to throw bricks at cops. Mm-hmm. Um, what that which seems as chaos is actually just spurring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess that brings into the conversation, like perceptions of different religions and like old gods fighting new gods and the like physical manifestations of their energy on earth in terms of their followers. Right. And it's like essentially we're watching a culture war right now. Right. And I mean that's the whole like what uh what's his name's American Gods TV show. Neil Gaiman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean in the north in theory people are saying well this is the Ragnarok but there was that divine date of it was 2013 I think it was. And so this would be Five years after that. Like, post-Ragnarok. And it was... Ragnarok was more of the way that the Mayan apocalypse happened. As it wasn't an apocalypse as an end of the world. It was a change of uh, ideology and that we were ushering in a new set of... Well, like, a new way of thinking. So this happens in Norse, Scandinavian mythology this happens in central american south northern south american ideology this happens in christianity mm-hmm. like all of these different religions and like battling of old gods all arc about the same time like native american the seventh generation was the time between like 2000 and 2020 so we're still in that you know, battle for climate change and this, that, and the other. And even Carl Sagan was like, is it Carl Sagan? Somebody had posted one of the uh, excerpt from one of his books recently, and it was like, you know, we're going to descend <laughs> into a time of uh, people um, clutching their crystals and not knowing how to, like, uh, mm. scientifically enact change and stuff like that. And it was just kind of like, well... Damn, that's easy for you to say, Carl, because you understand scientifically all the things that... I mean, they call it metaphysics for a reason. It's just like Mm -hmm. quantum physics and astrophysics. There's... Yeah. Anyway. Da-da-da! It me! Yeah. Oh, did I tell you that my mom... I'm born on my mom's birthday? Oh, weird. That's interesting. She's got some weird uh, 12th house... It's either 12th house moon, I think. So she's got some weird, like, mom-on-mom shit. Yeah, you probably also, like, were... um, Because you have so many generational planets in retrograde, I would think that you set up this life with a lot of people from a past life. Like, to make structure for your being in this existence this time. That's why I have a posse. My posse's on Broadway. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got a lot of ancestral like ties. That's cool. I feel like I have never been in this family before. <laughs> but like I'm here. <laughs> and so I don't have any like I don't think I have uh anything in retrograde other than uh outer asteroids. 
um, which it can be intense when they ask back some things sensitive, especially if it's something karmic, but, um, not no like planets at all. Um, other than the nodes of the moon, which are always retrograde. Right. But we'll have no water too, or very little water. So, um, you've got some stuff the in Scorp- Scorpio. Scorpio. Um, and well, if you're going to be a water. Yeah, and your south node is in Pisces, um, which is an interesting placement. I haven't run across one of those yet in the wild doing charts. Um, and Ooh. I've been, so you're, uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's just like they're in, it just, they only are in their nodal sign for about two years, two and a half years, depending like what's going on. Um, I think I could be wrong. Um, I don't know unless I like look it up for sure, but that's just what I remember. I think that's right. Um, and so I just, one of those people just like hasn't popped up yet. Um, but that means your North node, which is all about karmic destiny and lessons that you need to learn is in Virgo. Um, which would encourage you to look at, uh, parts of the whole to understand how little things work. Yep. Um, and then like, so like using that to build structure, also your Saturn is in Virgo, I think. Yeah. Your Saturn, whoops, um, your Saturn is, uh, retrograde in Virgo too, right, um, right near that node. So I would say that those are like pretty much conjunct because they're so close together. Um, they're within 10 degrees of each other. So like, I would say that's fairly close. Can I ask a question? Sure. When you look at the chart, how do you know if it's in retrograde? Um, there's little RXs above the planet's. That are oh, like, you, oh, see, do that? I don't think I don't, I don't know if like, any of mine are. Like, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, that's, that's so, so cool, right? That I've so never like, seen that before. And then, ugh, why are you moving? So, like, that's a retrograde planet there, okay. but these, like, are not. Are not. Yeah, that's just so. Is that on every chart or just the software that you have? Um, Probably. It's just, well, that's how I have my software set up. But, like, that's awesome. Um, it's not always uh, on charts if they're less, like, lower I've end. I've never seen um on my what on my daily newsletter charts are like not quite like that but i do put a little rx on any planet that's like retrograde that's and he's got a little like halo around him thank you i didn't mean to interrupt oh, no, just, like, how really do you know question. it looks like a, I don't, I've, a red rover yeah too. yeah like I've never seen versus that retrogrades with one spot so yeah you have a so shape to your chart <laughs> which is called the seesaw um Ooh. and so like it's roughly two parts or like that are fairly equal in terms of major distributions for planets. Um, and I mean, you do have Jupiter, like kind of the outlier over here, but you could just say that's a bigger part of the seesaw. Um, but I mean, it's kind of in no man's land by itself. So, well, it's also overall, those big, it's like far planets against all the like. Yeah. So to me, that says the structure of your life is at odds with your day to day existence in the world. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Can we write that down? <laughs> <laughs> well, for day's life. Yeah, that's, that's essentially kind of perfect. Babe. I'm like, all I want to do is like clean and plant and like, do my shit, and I'm gonna, instead I'm gonna be a transmasculine, non-binary barber. <laughs> Because I can't just really, like, you know... Make it easy on Make yourself. it easy on myself. Oh, I love you so And I'm going to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, so. that's fun. 
Thanks to that. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah, no shit. Well, yeah, that sounds pretty Aww. accurate. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I w- went through your chart pretty thoroughly, made a bunch of notes. Um, I, so you've got your chart here, and then it, there's a, a description that I printed out, and the more chart readings I'm doing, and Amy, like, I did yours when I was just starting out, yeah. so, like, you get to see my growth, which is kind of I exciting. Um, but, like, I am starting to find those, like, pre-assessed, uh, like, reports to be like more and more like not at all right (laughs) um but i still like to give them because i think the explanations of the planets and the different kinds of aspects things can make is is helpful right and most Um, people are not like at the that level yes. to even understand like, yeah. what the fuck so, like, I think it's, it's a, a good per- entry exactly and it's way more than you can get like for free somewhere yeah. and it's like an, an you get everything explained but like I think that um like really the value of me doing a one-on-one isn't like the written material I give you it's the conversation and then being like to being able to ask questions Absolutely. um because by being the nerd that I am like I've just I've absorbed everything I can get my hands on in terms of astrology, but I'm also just... Quit your job. What? Quit your job. I will. I will. <laughs> when I get a thousand that's followers, so like a thousand subscribers, like okay. to the right. newsletter, that's okay. my, my, like what my financial world would okay. be secure to, to do that kind of a move right. with. Um, How many do you have? 10. Oh my God. <laughs> out there yeah we got you but like i just did i just started the newsletter like two weeks ago so oh (laughs) average so far people really like it who have signed up um but like so so, i'm sorry i'm i'm having just like this pissed moment of like instagram of like i didn't even know that you were doing this This is why it's fucking hidden this is why yeah this is why i'm quitting instagram we're not quitting but like i'm changing my business model yeah um and i'm asking people to pay for it but i think you know no they should pay for it i think i'm good enough to for i don't feel like um guilty asking no and um i feel like my deal with this is I can make one good thing a day and serve lots and lots of people. And if those people are willing to pay the $5 a month, yeah. which is like, frankly, it is almost nothing. nothing. Um, and your Starbucks, if you will. Yeah. But like, it works yeah. if my entire following supports Absolutely. that little bit. Yeah. Like, so nobody's having to be like, Oh God, I want to give her like 50 bucks, but like you will over the course of a year and you won't even notice right. it missing. Exactly. Yeah. And you get something really quality in return and you're supporting an independent, not yes. some giant fucking corporation. And I, feel very 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 much like I can't work for my company anymore not like my not me but like my day job company um because I I need to be part of the revolution that's coming and not part of the infrastructure that's crumbling and also I just want to be a positive impact in the world so if I can make one day's worth of content without so much work and stressing me out but I'm serving that many people and I've got a good clump of people who are like, yeah, this is cool. Why not? Um, I I absolutely believe I can do it. That's your number, though, a thousand? Just to quit my job. I know. Can we change your mind? Yeah. About me. Ten? I can't. I'm not saying ten. I think you should do it before a thousand, though. Maybe. 
we'll see how quickly it grows. Because if it grows, like, if I have, like, 100 in a month and then, like, 500 next month and then three months from now I have 1,000, yeah, okay. I say you shouldn't quit your job and maybe reapproach your relationship to what you're doing to so see if you can like it's, shift. It's literally it is not at all what I'm doing because I really like what I do. It is the company I work for. Yeah, there well, and, th- and that's in the oil like, industry. And that's what I'm saying is like, is there a way that instead of just quitting your job and and like going off where you're not can you oh i'm gonna quit my job and write emails for a living it's fine yeah. <laughs> like i'm well that's what i'm saying yeah. like i don't do that <laughs> but like i need on... the followers to pony up their cup of coffee right. money a month but that's what i'm saying is like right. is there yeah. a way that you can work with the 10 that you have and stop working for the oil company and start doing something else that you like to supplement and then be like a slow, just like, as your followers grow, let go more. You're very resistant to change. Well, no, no, it's not, it's not resistant to change. It's like, no, you're, you're down to earth and you're really like, yeah, you're pointing out for the right reasons. It's the long game on change is yeah. not, it's not the, because yeah. believe me, this is the thing is I quit my jobs at the drop of oh, my hat yeah. for no fucking reason well, whatsoever other than I was pissed. But I, my advice to other people is to like, can you find the longest game that you can play? To keep yourself from being like, fuck, I'm living out of my car. Um, well, so, like, let me put it this way. The reason I keep this job is because I have good insurance for them. And apparently my brain wants to, like, electrocute me now and then all of a sudden. That's the only reason I I have my job, too. (laughs) But. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying, that's the only reason I'm a barber is because I have insurance right now. I would have left a long time ago. Yeah. um, And Um, started something new because I'm just like, fuck this. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna be fine. I'm. You're gonna don't you know you're gonna be. Fine. Yeah, like I I really do believe I'm gonna like make plenty of money writing emails. Like, yeah, but it's just I, like I know a, that. it's that's just like a slow true. like because I yeah because I should have started an email list a long time ago. Frankly, yeah, but but um, yeah, and no, I think it's the way I'm perfect. going about it's very different than like just email marketing. Yeah, you know, it's like an email as a service. Um, and you have a relationship with that service in a way, you know, but it's also entertainment. Yeah. It's like, it's a really great, it's a, I'm happy with it. I just have to like, I just need a little bit of time. (laughs) It'll be fine. I'm not stressed about it. Um, but yeah, when I have a thousand followers, I'm going to quit so fast. I'm going to be like, okay, I can do this. This is like 500. I'm going to be like. Where you at, boo? <laughs> at that point, I'll just need to do shit. like a, a, an event or two, and I could probably push myself over the edge because yeah. I think that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, showing up in person for yeah. a minute. Yeah, and then, and then not, like, and then not showing up in person anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is exhausting. It is exhausting. Um, so let's talk about your chart. Yeah, Are you ready? Right, go. Yeah. Sorry, we have no, so it's many okay. Questions. Oh, I'm bleeding. What? Hold on. What what happened? <laughs> It's, I had cut myself at work the other day on accident, and I guess it just busted back open, which is weird because it's been fine. Uh, <laughs> this whole weekend is like, nah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's okay, though. Like, honestly, now that my head's not like, <sighs> like thunderstorming, yeah. everything is fine. Good. Um, but so, like, I asked that question earlier about, like, your perception of, like, 
spiritual growth. Yeah. Coupled with like hormonal changes, coupled with um, I forgot the other thing. <laughs> something, something smart. <laughs> <laughs> something smart. Yeah. It's recorded. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll remind to that. Yeah. Um, I can at that point I can reference back to the earlier yeah. conversation. Like that's what I meant. <laughs> um, but like I've had like some weird visions lately or experiences and I they coincide with my period and like absolutely they are yeah and I'm like oh okay (laughs) it's a thing yeah well that like I think the thing that most women don't understand is that like your your period or your cycle is not just menstruation yeah you know there's four different yeah periods of your period Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know so like different things are going to happen at different week different weeks they're basically seven days long ish right yeah Yeah. so like for seven days of your menstrual cycle you're like this and then you're like in the follicular phase which is like this and then you know and i think that there is 100 percent a correlation with that it's just people are so disconnected and people are so not like all they think about is oh my gosh patriarchy I'm on my period this is gross and nasty like how do I stop this thing how do I make it not happen how do you know what I mean like I'm so honestly mine's normally like an afterthought it's like oh god cool and then <laughs> like and I'm like okay whatever I like does like no there's no like drama surrounding it yeah but then there's like one time out of ten where there's like some sort of like anguish that comes with it yeah. that's like oh my god yeah thank god the other it's ones like, are just attention yeah pretty but much i don't know i i think that well because i work with like a lot of women it's like people we're all taught to just be like periods are awful and they're gross and they're supposed to be bad and it's just like no like it's, it's just it's like time to totally connect and it's like yeah. i mean this is celebrated in other cultures periods menstruation like that is fucking celebrated and if you really think about it when you go through menopause, you are, I guarantee you're going to miss your period. I guarantee you're going to feel some kind of way about not being able to connect your own self with the moon, with where you're at in your life. You're going to not have like a gauge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's going to be no gauge because you're literally just not going to be menstruating anymore. Which I think is crazy. Maybe I should write a book about periods in the moon. Like, I talk about periods yes, all should. the time. Because people yes. have a lot of shame around that shit. And we need yeah, to I was stop. just saying, patriarchy, fuck that shit. Yeah, no, like, it just really rang a bell with me. It's like, that's something that people would need. They do need that. I'm, I'm telling I, you that people need this because women come to my office all the time talking about this stuff. I've had some of my most spiritual experiences re- recently right around my period. And their experiences that I'm like, what the hell is happening to me? I mean, and, like that old like, 70s yes, style. But not bad. Not, no, no, no. Not bad at all. No, not Pretty at amazing. All. Just like, wow. You know? Yeah, that whole 70s like rise of pagan like attention where like Wicca kind of, like the Jan Stewart Farrar, which is Bible, you know, it's... Around that time, it was a lot of, like, mystery of, like, oh, yeah, that's the witch's most powerful time is when she's menstruating. And it's that that sacrifice that is spun in all the patriarchal books, like Odin, like Jesus, like Mm -hmm. fucking everybody. But it's 
because they have to write themselves into these roles because they don't do it naturally, which is why they're afraid of, because the womb is the same fucking thing as the grave. It's the same point of entry over and over and over, backwards and forwards, and this, that, and the other, and, like, as a fucking transmasculine non-binary, I'm the one that's always like, you should be wearing a cup. (laughs) <laughs> and like stop fucking p- shoving these like pesticide tampons up in you and like I just wear black cotton underwear and I'm normally fine yeah that's great I bleed too heavy for I that bl- like I, I have to like wear a cup. Yeah. but we both save <laughs> our blood and put yeah. it on plants, plants. And, and I mean that's worse. why I like doing the runes is because I stain my like traditionally women who do runes you have to stain them with blood right so you use your menstrual blood so, oh, that's yeah. Here we go. It's cool. <laughs> Try five. <laughs> We're always talking about fucking. I mean, that's blood. the thing is, I'm like, if you're not willing, if yeah. you want to be a, a ritual based like witch, and you're not willing to embrace your own period blood enough to either yes. pour it on your plants or like war paint yourself right. up in it. It's, Dock around the backyard on mushrooms and like a fucking loin. Start looking at it though, like. But I mean, yes, we can start there. But I'm saying where we can go, right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody. Every time I say wear a cup and pour it on your plants, people are like. (laughs) I do. I do love the um the sort of double meaning of wear a cup. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Like that I'm like mm. There's so many options though, y'all. Like yeah. have you seen all the new options for period cups? Oh yeah. There's like the flexible ones that are all up in there and you can like have sex with them and you like don't even know you're bleeding. Have you seen those, babe? No, but I don't know if I would like to not even know, like, I mean, I don't even know that I am now and, until I'm like, whoa, I'm going a lot. I need to fucking <laughs> feed plants or something. Like, holy shit. Well, but it, it just, it's adapting to those women who are yeah. like, I don't want to think that I'm on my period. Like, my husband hates me right now because I'm on my period and says well, this, that, and the other thing. That's a whole uh, other I don't care about anybody's husband. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yeah. like, that, but that's, yeah. that yeah. is like, what's happening in the world right now right well this yeah it's awful it's terrible but this world needs our help that's all (laughs) i can say is like this world needs our help and we just have to like a lot make our noise and sort of be our best real selves and not be like caught up in shit you know well that's why i keep telling amy my new retirement plan I, like, sold off my 401k, and I'm looking at my IRA going, you're not going to exist because one of three things are going to happen. One, this country is going to come for all queer property and all queer money. Two, the next thing that could possibly happen is I'm going to die in the revolution defending that from happening to me or other people. Three, the third thing that could possibly happen is the climate is just not going to sustain me, so... Or the economy. There's, we're Both. due for a recession. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but at least, you know, at least I have yeah. land back here, so if you lose your place, get your car and park it in the back. <laughs> and Thank you. I will. Yes. No, <laughs> like I'm, a house of cars back there. I I'm going to get myself a camper. Yeah, yeah. No, I told my friend Shannon that because her and her husband Mark got booted out. And she's like, 
we want to stay in East Atlanta, but we have to live in a van because they told us we could stay till 2020 and we can't, and we can't even find anywhere. And we have like jobs that we need to be here for. So we're going to live in a van. And I'm like, y'all want to park it in the front yard? Like, I don't care. And then Kirsten's going to get a tiny house and put it back there. Like get a yurt, get a whatever you want to pull it in the back of grandpa's like commune. Yeah. I've got three lots back there. We got three lots. So I'm like, let's just Where? get back here. What do you mean? We're going to see lots. it in a minute when we make pizza. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Sorry I'm excited. That, Thank uh, you guys so much for having me over. <laughs> Can we be friends? Ah! Like we're friends. Yes, You're my yes. friends. Okay. We're, we're that, becoming um, unhermited at this point. No, I'm so happy right now. It like, might be April, middle of April, and we're finally hanging out after last year, but <laughs> it's happening. Uh, I had so much fun at your party, and that was the last time I was really drunk, by the way. Yeah. I puked on myself on the way home driving. Oh wow. I drove myself home covered in puke, and I got, <laughs> like, I should not have driven. Please don't judge me, but... I didn't hurt no anybody judgment. except for my own ego and shame, and I will never do that again. But it's okay, it happens. I still haven't gotten the puke smell out of my car, and it's oh, and I've tried. Like it's not that bad anymore, but I'm oh still like gosh. now and then when it's like a hot day, like, like oh, puke. <laughs> and I've had it detailed. I should give you some of that um, really heavy incense, the compressed yeah. stuff, because if you burned that in there, ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. And I like shut the door and put it in like a dish. And let it like fumigate. That. I didn't yeah. even think about incense yeah. for the car. You can even have such a good Atlanta literally just a fucking stick of Palo Santo in your console or glove box, and yeah. then open it up, and it's like, yeah, and you close I it and then open it up. This has got Palo Santo in it, and it's compressed with like Perfect. other yeah, uh, these mountain. Yeah, stuff. and it's like it burns pretty quick, but put it on like a dish. Yeah, I've got to be like, that is such a good idea. Oh my god, this is. We just need to have like a magazine or like See, some sort yeah. of like regular like. This yes. is part of the podcast. Be like, yeah. like, but people should like pay MacGyver for it. magician. Yeah, but they probably won't. That's fine. I've got a newsletter. <laughs> put it in there for plus. Subscribe the extra. Material. There's gonna be extra stuff. Like as it grows, I can do more and more things because yeah. my profits will grow, but my out my actual work yeah. won't. Passive but income. I like that about. you're gonna end up being like John B on like your astrology segment on the Freddie yeah. Mercury retrograde. I love that. Have like. Because you're going to be almost like the king of cartoons coming in and being like, info, and it's going to be like, da 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 and now, and the high priestess, Amy King. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's going to be like, now, what do the stars say? Jambi. Like, yeah, here we are. And we'll have your own theme songs. Yeah, I have a, so my editor does music, and I'm so mad my migraine made me miss his album release party show on Friday because there's no way I could have done music. I was like, I want to go so bad, but I can't. It's okay. I even bought a ticket in advance for the day they came, they like Whoa. sold them, and I never do that for anybody. Oh, and I was that's so kind sad. Of a big deal. I don't do that either. Anyway, uh, yeah, I get to do um, astrology readings at the Renaissance Festival <gasps> this year for like a month. Wow, that's. Fucking incredible. Rad. Like, that was today, right? Well, I'm not doing, I'm only doing a couple weeks, like, not a couple, like, the month, the month of May's weekends. Okay, cool. It's I'm like, May, I don't yeah. know how much 
I don't know how often the Renaissance Festival it's is. It's like for from now or last weekend until June. Oh, shit. Like That's the second week of June. I've never been. This it's is fine. You should go. I should apply to like read runes next I was year because like, my hair not... will be really long yeah, and then how I'm braiding and there I get my fur. Because um, well, I've got a nine to five, nine to. I got a nine to it's seven. Whatever. Well, it's only on weekends. Um, and, yeah, I still work on um, Saturdays, and that's my longest you day. You could that. come and meet the dude and know him. Dude. Sunday um, rune readings. Yes. He might be a bunch of that this year. I mean, if you wanted to do one, he's kind of looking for people to fill. He has a booth, but he has. It's hard to work at. Well, he's not working at all otherwise right now, but. Um, He's a nice guy. He's been an astrologer for like 40 years. Yeah. Um, he's like an old dude, astrologer guy who his day job is like, a, he's a neurological, like, brainwave reader dude at a hospital. I don't know what the, <laughs> the name of it is. <laughs> but he does that. Brainwave reader guy. <laughs> yeah. Brainwave reader dude. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but like. You should do that. Read brainwaves? No. <laughs> I read different yes. style brainwaves, but that's through involuntary, like... You should yeah. do that, babe. Wait. Read brainwaves? <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same. I'm glad you're not sitting next to me, because I'd kiss you so hard. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. We can do that later. Um, oh, let's, let's do read your chart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to make some pizza. Yeah, okay. So... Um, your son is in Taurus. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, do you want the advanced stuff or do you want the basic stuff? I want. Because I feel like you have a pretty advanced, like, yeah. good understanding of basic stuff. Yeah. And I, so I, I'm in the general report that's covered, but I yeah. figured I yeah. can talk advanced stuff with you. Yeah. If I don't know, I'll be like, no, what? Or I'll sit up at, when I'm going to wake up at three tonight anyway, I'll be like, this is what I'm going to think about. And it'll be better than being like, the world is ending. Oh my God. So I'll have something to think about that I. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. I think it's good because it helps to um, understand how to work with the energy you already naturally have, you know, and just like gives you the tools to think about managing that energy. That's all. And you can manage it for whatever it is you want to do. Um, right. That's So what I like to think of astrology as doing is it's a tool for understanding the past, um, history, herstory. Um, but, you know, like whatever. <laughs> like you can use it to understand where you came from, like why you might have made decisions in this lifetime based on your star chart, um, what lessons you want to learn from that, and then best how to experience the moment, right? Um, which is like just having a happy existence in your day-to-day -day life, and then also predicting the future. So right. like being prepared so that you can then live your best right. present in the future. Right. So um, when we look at that stuff, we think about planets and placements and the meaning behind those placements and how they apply to our lives. Um, so, you know, the sun, Taurus, you know all about Taurus. Right. Then your next is your moon and your Mercury, your Venus and your Mars, all in Aries. And those are all the personal planets. 
And then, uh, well, actually... And being on the cusp, too. And Yeah, and that um, Venus on the cusp right there is going to be an intense one for you. Um, but I'd also like to point out that your south node is right there behind all of that. Um, kind of making it difficult for you a little bit. Um and it's in a different sign. It's in Pisces, which is all about what's hidden. Mm. And so it suggests to me reading your chart that you have things in your past from past lives where you might have a sense of like residual martyrdom or an inclination to want to hide in the identity of a group that is unseen, like an unconscious social network, if you will, of people. And your identity is just more of that versus um, crystallizing into like a specific you. Oh, interesting. Mm. That's weird. Because remember, I've always been like, I feel like there was something that has happened in my past life that has like caused some sort of rift in this life because this life feels real karmic with like mm-hmm. its cycles of stuff. the the word that comes to mind reading your chart is unfinished business um from mm-hmm. a past life um but it's unfinished business isn't necessarily bad it just mm-hmm. means you ran out of time right like, before but it also makes it more complicated because right. you are bringing a lap baggage with you to figure out now but it's your mission now to figure it out right. otherwise you're gonna have to do it again and again and again and again right. ad infinitum yeah and i feel like it has to do with women a lot um, yeah um it's possible uh i was gonna suggest there might be how's your relationship with your father pretty fucking good like he's actually um probably the person that I'm closest with (laughs) it's interesting that you say that because like his father is somebody that I think and Dara who's a Reiki master also thinks and I know through doing Reiki is one of my spirit guides but my dad's dad who I knew and was the person I was probably like unspokenly close to I think I had a karmic relationship previous to him and then when I passed I came back as his granddaughter Mm. and um, that there's a cycle family wise yeah that's possible very much so so the reason why I asked about your dad is because you're Leo, uh, your Jupiter's in Leo, um, right on the cusp there. And it's in the house of family, um, and also social networks. Um, well, it's in your third house, essentially. Um, so, or second house, I'm sorry, I'm reading this chart wrong. But, uh, so that means that it has to do with the structure of how you live your life. It's an earthy feeling, um, homey feeling kind of energy. And Leo is one of the quintessential masculine signs. Um, and Jupiter, there is a really it's a nice placement for its trine where it's in its domicile on Sagittarius. Uh, so it works together with that. And Leo, in general, it just has uh, a lot of masculine qualities, that sign. Yeah. He's a session. I was going to say your dad. Yeah, my dad's a Sag. My grandfather was a Pisces. I like Sagittarius, but I'm biased because I am one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Sarah's a yep. Sagittarius. Yeah. Oh, that's my dad's. Is like 25th. Oh, well, it changes every year. Yeah, um, so that's like 27. sometimes it's Thanksgiving. We'll never forget that, ever. <laughs> like, you're talking yeah. about it once, and I'm like, 
That makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. I have the same birthday as Bruce Lee and Jimi Hendrix. Red. And I'm I'm like, I think I won the birthday. Like, day. Yes. like, sh- like sharing yes. buddies, you know, like. I have nobody can. I like, I like with those people a lot. Um, but so, um, yeah, unfinished business. Uh, and you kind of want to get to it with a quickness. Um, you've got that stellium in Aries that is like all about action, all about maybe not long term all the time, but for you, you get started and you have that like firecracker under your butt that's like, yep, I want to do it. Okay, I'm going to go do it. Um, and then you lean on partners to fill in to help you to um, kind of sustain your energy and sustain those projects where they need to be seen, which is like hopefully for you that works well because I mean, working on it. Yeah, so it seems <laughs> it ha- to be working well. Yeah, it hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't ever worked well necessarily when I've not been with the right partners. Like, there's definitely been some abuse in those places of where I've been like, mm, I need this and need this to let go, and the person's just not there, and so then there's like, yeah, personality rifts. Yeah, yeah, some people come into our lives for a reason that push us in different directions, you know, and you yeah. can just look at it as you moved on because you learned what you needed to learn, right. and you just... Well, I didn't the first time, and it came back, and then I went, oh, well, cool, look, here's a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got yeah. it this time, cool. God, patterns, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> They're hard to look at. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good when you notice them, you know. Yeah. Some are easier to spot than others, yeah. for sure. Um... And so, uh, I, what also interests me is your Saturn. Like, so we, we kind of talked about the, the, the past a little bit, right? right? We like kind of get the sense from looking at your chart that there's unfinished business and, uh, you are definitely in a soul group. I would say just intuiting from what I'm seeing here. Um, and that, that soul group has dictated the circumstances in which you are existing in this life. Mm. Um, and you have specifically chosen them to learn and be the person you are meant to be in this lifetime. They're an integral part to that. Oh, totally. Yeah. I feel that shit like hardcore, which is why I think that there was the, like going, are you from, you're familiar with Reiki stuff? Mm-hmm. I am not a Reiki practitioner. But, like, uh, but I am training it. Well, I have my own energy practices. Yeah, yeah. But I get Reiki. Yeah. And I enjoy Reiki energy. Um, it works along principles and uh of of energy, which right. are universal. Um, Reiki is like one kind of like spectrum of that right. practice. Yeah. Well, Reiki it's like is a rainbow like, of practices, but it's got like one little sliver of that rainbow. Yeah. I mean, Reiki is not my chosen energy source. It just, like, Dara was teaching Reiki 1. I took it, and she's like, I feel like you need to be, like, fast-tracked to master because you're, like, Mm -hmm. got some shit going on. I'm like, yeah, I feel that shit, too. But, like, I'm more, like, rogue in my, like, magic and shit like that. Yeah. Like, and so I was like, but I want to absorb everything because I'm also a nerd and yeah. stuff. But when I first took Reiki, I like 
had this crazy detox. Like she was saying, a lot of people detox for their bodies or something. Yeah, and it was mainly in my head and in my ears, and like this weird, like all of those migraines and stuff started with that. Ooh, interesting. All of the imagery that I have had in Reiki experiences has been like when I like see my like uh, posse Mm -hmm. it is like infinite and I'll see like all these family members and my dad's really big into genealogy so I actually know like a lot of the stories of people in the past my mom's family is into that stuff but then beyond that, it's like legions of undead soldiers and stuff like that. Like of course, you. Well, that's why you have an area. I think you were era. all in like a battalion together at some point, or like right. a tribe or something. Yeah. You all fought together for your right. survival together. Which is Bridget is yeah. like I've had dreams of my best friend Bridget, my longest friend, and she was came for a second at the party, but left. Um, I was. That was a good party. Thanks. By the way, guys. Every year. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> but yeah, like Bridget and I, and Bridget's like my first high priestess. And so like, I know that there's that like crazy fucking like tribal battle connection. Oh, I'm very much aware of that in this life, which is interesting that you're like, yeah, this shit is like some... Mm-hmm. Y'all are I was so concerned about reading your chart. You have no idea how much research I did. And, I'm like, excited. I haven't even looked at it. Like, I don't need to look at it. Because, like, I'm yeah. just, like, sitting here and looking at the chart and talking to you. I'm getting... Isn't that funny? Like, a, it's almost like a download on, like, yeah. what I think it means. And, like, research. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, Great, your job. I will. <laughs> I will. I will. I need the right opportunity to come through and be like, you're... I'm, this, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm quitting my job eventually. I'm not going to work for them forever. Hell I no. I know. I'm just teasing you. But when I have 5,000 followers, I'm going to be so <laughs> fucking happy. <laughs> or maybe like 500. You don't know. Like you have no idea what's going to happen before them. Oh, I have no idea. I believe in you. Anyway, I, anyway. I, anyway, yeah. Chart. <laughs> Chart. But, like, I just wanted you to know, like, I I went through, I went through, well, I also, not to bring up the migraine again, but it was, like, I have never lived through something so fucking, like, yeah, that I didn't do to myself through, like, alcohol abuse or something. You know, it was, like, a hangover that came from... There was, I literally had not had anything to drink in days. And it was like, you were abusing your body. <laughs> no, like not this time. Like this time it was just like, I've been a good little girl. And it was like, and now you get to suffer. It was awful. So my attention span was not, my focus isn't what it normally is. Right. So I'm, I'm just like, I'm glad I feel like I, what I have to pick up on is resonating. Yeah. And totally. I, I'm happy so far. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, what is it that you have questions about in your day to day? Um, well, I kind of, well, like you said, duality. It's like, I question everything in my day to day because that's the Virgo North node. You're supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Um, the, so Virgo is all about, um, Sort of purity, um, fairness. Uh, I am really, con- I've concerned myself a lot with fairness, and as I've gotten 
older since I'm turning 40 in a couple weeks. Yeah. How I've Happy learned, early birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. How I've learned to manage that is to sit with it and see it so that it doesn't go away, but also, like... Yeah, that's great. Soften this part around it instead of... Because I have a tendency to be like, fuck that shit, and babe knows that I'll just, like, take that if I see something that's really fucked up, and I'll be like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this, fuck <laughs> that's this, That's the Aries Mars. Yeah. <laughs> right. But so, so, yeah, like... But then, like, let it... Try to let it go, and, like, I'll stew on it, but... You have a lot of masculine energy in your personal planets, and um, that's like also making me suggest that you have had several, several, several lifetimes as a man, especially a man who is a warrior. What did I say? Um, I said this exact same shit. I was like, (laughs) I think that you were like literally like Bjorn or like. Roth, like, right. like Ragnar's like right hand person. The thing like, is, I'm is supporting my this. dad. When I say I know my genealogy, he turned up that we're descendants of Ragnar Lothbrok, and the, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, that we are. <laughs> I was, I was like, God, he's so sexy in that show. <laughs> but which just what spurred me to like grow my mohawk out because I'm like, hey, you said we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this. I love it. Yeah. I'm also French Canadian, so it's like Norwegian, First Nations, French Canadian. I can see it. Yeah, no, your chart supports that. I am on board with this belief. No, <laughs> I, I really, really think though, and like, like, yeah, I do. My Have you done sorry, past baby, life regression work. Um, I. I've done a lot of studying about it and I've been lo- waiting for the right opportunity to come along and the right uh, psychologist that can lead me there. Percent. I do a lot of mushrooms and usually a lot of that stuff comes in. I lucid dream and I can see the symbol, like dream work is one of my favorite mm-hmm. things. So if you ever have a dream that you're like, I don't understand what this means, call me. I will. I will. Because that's one of my fucking favorite things I love, to do. I love dreams. My Jupiter's in Pisces, which is all about dreams and my all my luck comes from paying attention to the unseen yes and that's where as I've gotten older I've started being like you know if I see a void and I see the edge of that place of that shadow like that's where I want to turn to and be like I need to have one foot in this unknown and one foot in like a mundane like operating space like one foot in the other side, one foot in this side, because that's the only way that I've found to be able to deal with like the frustrations of this world uh-huh. is to like skirt the edges of that shadow spot. Which is why I always say like Amy is such light in like the mm-hmm. higher chakras, and I'm like all of this like underworld stuff, and I'm in that like. Well, those are rooted. your. You could also say like all of your outer planets are retrograde, and they're diametrically opposed to these lifetimes. So. Another level of interpreting that is that these planets here on your outer planets, rather, and your north node, which is also aligned with your true destiny. Right. So you chose this life for a reason. You have a soul group for sure. Y'all were brothers in arms at some point, probably in multiple places. Yeah. Um, And you're just picking up more and more, like, people for your crew, like, as you go along. But you have a destiny to fulfill that you've signed up for with all of these people. Yeah. And they're, you're, you are all conspiring on each other's behalf. Right. Like, 
not just here in the physical plane, but like spiritually before you were here this time. Have you ever read um, Destiny of Souls? Mm-mm. It's okay. There's two books written by this psychologist, mm-hmm. and he did like. 40-something years of past life regression work on people, and he started realizing that there were these patterns. I've heard about different... I've So I have... Uh, I haven't read all the books, but I've read some past life regression books by a psychologist yeah, or psychiatrist. This guy... The thing I like about this guy is the others get kind of hokey, but all he does is he says... There's Journey of Souls and Destiny of Souls, and I think Destiny of Souls is better. And he's like, Wait, okay. was this about the two people who met at his office, but they were, no? No, well, what he does is he goes, here are 30 plus years of transcripts, and I'm basically mapping out the afterlife and the mechanics of how soul progression back and forth happens. Mm-hmm. So he sets up how soul groups are, and then he gives you, a, like, an opportunity to read transcripts. So it's real... That's it's cool. real yeah. clinical, and it's not a lot of, like, there's masters, there's this, there's that. Yeah. But he shows you that there's, like, these people that repair your auric field. This is the percentage of, like, soul I think power. I astrologer like, before. Yeah. Which is, like... Not at all what I thought it was going to be in this right. lifetime, you know? But, yeah. um, I, so... No, I'm a fighting motherfucker. I think that that's just how it's been and how it's always supposed to be. I think I was, uh... I mean, I don't know. It's something I want to look into more because as I am doing and getting deeper into my study of astrology, I am seeing karmic patterns in the planets yeah. that are being mirrored in the individual whose chart they're paired with. So... Right. I am, and then just in my own, like, awakening, you could say, like, I've had flashes, visions of different deities, different cultures, different memories, and they don't always make sense, and I'm pretty sure, but, like, they don't always make sense by themselves, right? Right. But then when you step back and you look at the bigger picture, they make sense. Yeah. But like yeah. there, but I don't know what it is just yet, and I'm also starting to suspect that I'm. If I were to tell anybody the truth, people would just be like, "You're crazy." Next <laughs> time you want to say it, like yeah. I mean, we're just sitting here talking about all sorts of shit right yeah. now. Yeah, that's also but, that's that's super like Reiki though too. It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, like you. You don't really. You're like, wait. I'm kind of like a, a message, or was like that. That was thing. no. Like I like, usually can tell the difference pretty yeah. well. Like I, there's a difference between for me at least a vision, which is like something that I don't per- ask for necessarily. Yeah. But I'm not opposed to. But it's like something I'm seeing as if it is real in this dimension, and it's just, uh, it's like almost having a lucid dream, but while your body is conscious, right. Mm. Um, and no one else sees it, but you know what you're aware right. of the whole situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's like, uh, lucid dreaming, which is where you can astral travel if you want. If right. you're calling the shots, you can certainly do that. You can also go to the Akashic Records. Yeah. Um, and you can do that in meditation too, but during lucid dreaming, it's like everything is concrete and real and you know it for sure without a doubt right. that it happened and it's a place. Yeah. I have all these like deja vu recalls of like, I'm like, this isn't deja vu. This is a dream I had when I was like... 13 and I didn't understand it until now. Now I understand what's going on with it. Or I can tell when 
I'm doing, like, I had a series of dreams dealing with different dimensions and, like, flipping mm-hmm. in and out of dimensions. And I was, like, lucid in the sense that I was, like, I know that I'm flipping in and out of the dimensions, so I'm going to sit back and see what happens and, like, take notes. And so then when I woke up, I was like, holy fuck. And then this wolf, like, bit my hand and as I was diving into another dimension. Which hand is it? Is it? He, it was actually this one, but I think I was also having wrist pain in this hand, too. Um, Past life trauma. Represented yeah. <laughs> in the body. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... And that, I had that. And in that dream where I was jumping in and out of a plane, I was also protecting a body that had been reanimated who had already, the soul wanted to be passed on into death, but then came back and was reanimated into the body by a shaman. And these, like, like SS-type, like, multidimensional, like, shut-it-all-the-fuck-downers were trying to get this body and... We were trying to save it and give it enough time to, like, make amends before it passed on. So we brought it back, and I was sitting there, like, dealing with, like, the care and the holding space for this body that had been reanimated by a soul. And they were like, now, since I've already died and you brought me back, I feel the pain of dying Whereas before, I would have already been shaken from this mortal coil and you brought me back. But I needed to come back. But now I am, like, aware of dying, whereas before we were already, like, severed and were unaware of that, like, physical dying. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah. Um... I was going to say that your Neptune retrograde in Sagittarius was going to denote a very deep spiritual life that has very little connection to the physical world, but has uh, a lot of power. Um, So uh, in the pantheon of the Zodiac, Sagittarius is... Some astrologers equate the Zodiac as the uh, transcendence through... Ascension through the spirit, right. um, through the signs, right? Right. So Aries is birth, and then Pisces is essentially death. Yeah. Um, you know, well, Capricorn. Anyway, but like, yeah, 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 because yeah, the yeah, death they, to the dark. Yeah, but like before pre-birth. So essentially, Sagittarius and that whole scale of things is the Buddha, the Christ, and that's why it's associated with philosophy, religion, and travel because it's like all these ideas of higher being, right? Um, the archer. Mm-hmm. And they're always aiming up, right? They almost never have that bow and arrow pointed down at an enemy it's they're aiming for something higher than what is visible right um and so in neptune um so the ancient ruler of neptune was uh set well it didn't exist but um it rules pisces and pisces was ruled by sagittarius too right um so it lives there now because they have that planet it was a fairly recent discovery in terms of planets that right. we know about like within the last couple hundred years versus yeah. ancient Greece when astrology started. Yeah. Um, but so they're qu- closely tied. They're supportive of each other, but uh, Neptune's ruled by Uranus, which is, or no, not Neptune, ruled by Uranus. Neptune is thought of as a higher octave of Venus. 
So, oh, yeah. Whoa. So it's like starting that cycle again on the outer limits. Um, and it's on the cusp of Pisces, isn't it? No, no, no it's that was Capricorn. The, uh, Capricorn. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's a. Uh, so just that placement and it being retrograde means that you. No, wait, my Venus is on the cusp of Pisces, though. No, no, no. Never mind. Yeah, your Venus is really close to Pisces right there. All right. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. There's... But what were you saying about Oh, so Neptune and retrograde and Sagittarius here. Yeah. Um, it just... To me, it says that there is an unseen depth of spirituality that's really personal, but also like part of your um, your journey overall. But it, like, kind of, it's the unseen subconscious rudder to your boat, if you will. It's underwater, it's unseen, but it's there and it's very strongly yeah. steering you. Yeah, it's that deep place. Yeah, yeah. Which Good is way like that I was yeah. saying. Like <laughs> every time I see that shadow, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Go around the edge of it. That's what brought it to mind. Yeah. All right. I can totally see that as manifesting something that is like an undercurrent in everyday life. It's like being mindful, and I didn't really necessarily understand that until I went into like therapy and like saw a psychoanalyst for a while and was like, yeah. And then I was like, shit, man, I, like, really gravitate towards those, like... Even just sitting here, um, you've brought up old gods several times as, like, a way of... No, it's great. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's just something I've observed, but also it's just... It's a characteristic that I think is very closely tied to that. Yeah. Um, and you... Thinking about past lives and karmic choices and setting up this life... That says that you came from a place where that was very strongly who you were. Yeah. And that resonates with you even to this day in this existence. And that was, there's no question about it. Yeah. Word. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the present. Um, so we look to the future. And... So your next real... Right now, the next couple of years, you're going to be good. Like, things are going to be awesome for you. Um, you are coming up on a Saturn opposition um, in about three years. Uh, so your Saturn is down here in retrograde in Virgo. And right now, Saturn is in Capricorn. So these are trying. And that means when they're when it moves into Taurus, you'll, you'll be on easy street again. Right. Yeah. But you're gonna have to go through, uh, Saturn in Aquarius and Pisces first. Um, and in Aquarius, that's when you're going to strike, uh, well actually, no, it's, it's going to be when it gets to Pisces, honestly, when it gets opposite, when it hits that South node, um, that's when it's going to be, uh, giving you pain points. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to have some sort of crisis at that point. When and is that? I'm that... going to look it up for you right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I think that coincides closely with my next seven return because I kept being like, once I hit 42, I'm going to hit easy street and like feel good. And well, that's explode. what, yeah. Well, that's but then the plan we're looking at is Saturn. Yeah. So when it returns. Once, once I hit about 
like late forties, there's going to be some sort of rift. It's going to suck because it's on your south node, so it's going to mean all that past baggage is coming home to roost. Um, And I got to look at when it's might be. I've kind of known that this is like where it's going to be an impending doom scenario. Mm. I gotta look and figure out when it'll be when the south node is in Pisces for you. Do do do. It's like 2025. It's quick. Um, no. Sorry, that's wrong. I'm looking at the North Node. Right now it's in Capricorn. November 2025. Um, that's six years away. Yeah. Um, got some time. I mean, but that, I think, if we start, I mean, the fact that I started feeling more of my Saturn return affects. Early. Oh, that's not your Saturn return, really. That's just your, um, that's Saturn hitting your, your south node. Right, but I'm saying, like, the eff- I felt the effects before of my Saturn return, like, getting, like, Saturn getting bizarre the last time started, like, fucking with me around yeah. 25, so if it happened it's, around... Yeah, it's because it's, your Saturn's really close to that nodal position, and yeah. so when Saturn is opposite that, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna feel it. Yeah. So, um, but that's not for a few years. Right. And if you plan for the future, sock money away, make guilt, you know, B, A plans, B plans, you know, try not to put all your eggs in one basket kind of thing. With yeah. just maybe more financially, especially because you're a Taurus, son in Taurus. Yeah. Um, and to make sure that like your house and your home and everything is intact. Yeah. Um, when that shit comes. Yeah. I kind of feel like. This is interesting. I felt like once I hit 42, I'm going to have like a couple years of something really good and then something detrimental is going to happen. And I'm like, I think that that's actually going to be like the death of my parents or one of my parents is going to start that. And there's shit between me and my brother that is affecting that Mm -hmm. Um, because he's older than me, but he's bipolar and really not the most trustworthy. And so I've recently become within the past past five years I've become kind of like the like charge of my parents estate Mm. um and there's like something with my brother and my 
dad and my mom and stuff. I think that that's part of that whole, like, shit. Yeah. I mean, as far as, like, taking that information, looking at my own intuitive, like, feelings of everything and being like, I can see this being a big part of that arc is yeah the shift in... When, um... Saturn's in Capricorn right now. When Saturn is opposite... Well... If your dad is represented by Jupiter and Leo, if it's opposite um, Capricorn over here, where Saturn is now, there might be some sort of... I'd say he's in the clear. If nothing has happened recently, or while this uh, Saturn is in phase in Capricorn, as long as nothing happens to your dad, he should be in the clear, unless he's coming up on one of his Saturn returns. How long has that been? Uh, that he would have to have been in the clear because he had a pre-stroke um, situation a couple years ago where he had a surgery. How and long ago? It, it, or we each other? So I'm trying at like least six years, fifteen, maybe seventeen. That's oh. when Saturn or uh, was saying, in probably sixteen. Was in Sagittarius probably, which would have been like trying his theoretical placement in your chart so it would really if it's a karmic death it probably wouldn't happen because of that mm-hmm. yeah I don't necessarily know if this is his death is going to be a karmic death but I think that his death is going to be kind of like somebody like breaking a pole rack to my uh, yeah, 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 I get it. situation mm-hmm. like that when deaths start happening between my two parents like my structure system with my brother and that karmic stuff is going to at least be put in a different like motion yeah or like different trajectory that I'm currently operating on in a comfy place yeah yeah, um, you know, tensions will certainly increase around the time of your Saturn opposition and the Saturn squares. Um, so you're you'll be coming up to a, a square. Will be we're in Capricorn now, so it's trying. But when we move on into Aquarius, things are going to be a little bit more difficult. Um, and then we'll ease up again in Pisces, but it's you know that's it's everybody goes through it. Yeah. I'm a fighter. Yeah, it's fine. I can't move yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, but um, when your Saturn square comes around, uh, it's also commonly referred to as your midlife crisis. Um, and the my friend who went cycle. Uh, please be careful. I ride motorcycles, and one of a good friend I used to ride with. Uh, had a really bad accident not long ago, and I'm like, was that but the, I still ride. The woman from the midway. Uh, she was on that motorcycle. Oh, she was the rider. The she passenger? was a passenger. Yeah, my yeah. friend was the driver, and we yeah. haven't been close in a long time. But I just heard that I lost my friend two years ago that I've been riding with with the past fifteen years. So like, I've ridden for a long time and I understand what 
Okay. It means yeah, to good. ride. Yeah. If you ride, then you and don't. And just bought one. And, like, I just... <laughs> yeah, and I just bought one, and, like, part of it is really scary to me, but part yeah. of it is facing that part of sure. me that has always ridden, and I just treat every car that's on the road that they're going to kill me at any moment. Yeah. Or not even kill me, because that would be a luxury, but, like, maim me so yeah. that everybody yeah. around me, including myself, is in pain. Yeah. You know, like... Well, that's kind of what happened to a friend, my friend who was riding, yeah. driving that motorcycle. They amputated her leg. Yeah. And, like, I cannot stop thinking about her, and I haven't been to see her, but we, we kind of had, like, a bit of a falling out a few years ago, but I just... She's on my mind. I care about her, you know. Yeah. Like I'm just, but I'm also like, ah, like, yeah. still yeah. not, still not like quite healed myself from our last like interaction. So I don't know. It's just like a lot. It's like a pain yeah. point for me. Right. But I mean, I ride, and like it gives me huge anxiety in the city. Um, I I wish I could just like go ride dirt bikes in the country, like. Mm-hmm. For like miles and miles. Just See, like, I want to go out in the ride desert, woods. like that straight highway. For like, I want to drive through Texas with big open skies and. Texas is scary. <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, like, like I just, like wide open country roads and like small towns and like fifty mile per hour speed limits and thirty five mile per hour speed limits. Like I don't like riding in the city as much. I like going out and like. Yeah. Be having nothing but like and cows. Yeah. Oh. Bang. What? Can we make pizza? Yeah. Where so where are we right at with this? Well, we're about to wrap up. Do you right, like okay, wrap okay. it up? Yeah, okay. So and then like, we'll make pizzas and then we sorry. can talk. No, and it's can, good. It's cool. Anytime that we talk about something, you can be like, oh, also this. Yeah, of course. Um, so I was going to just ask if you had any other questions about anything in particular that I might not have hit on. No, I feel like actually a lot of the stuff that you've said is just reiterated things that I've been like. I know this about myself and I've got to like be mindful of this and work on this and like great I mean um, I feel like that's a good um a good takeaway you know it's um you know you know who you are right you know um astrology helps you to put a logic behind it right sometimes and just to also help point you in a good direction when shit hits the fan because it will right you know but the way you react to it and if you know like this was gonna pass too right and like let me try to look for the lesson here versus just reacting and putting like yourself into a lower vibrational state of mind or being you know everything is learning opportunity even the shit that sucks. Yeah. Especially the shit that sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, like, my biggest takeaway for this is, like, knowing that I've had these, like, placements with soul groups and this, like, thing that's going on with these brothers in arms and, like, feeling that with the connections that I've, like, when I re-meet people and being like, you yeah. motherfucker, like... Steve and Bridget and like the that warrior group like of people I'm like okay this is this but not and like my relationship with my dad my relationship with my grandfather mm-hmm. like that's part of that too and 
being like, I know this for be true, but then you're just being like, by the way, according to this shit, like, you be fighting, motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's always reassuring when somebody, like, it's validating. And you know, it's the same thing as like pulling the like the yeah. card where you. Like, I mean, oh. you you uh, everything is energy, right? So we're we're yeah. all vibrating in tune with the harmonics of the universe. And when the universe is striking a particular note, that's like, yep, this is what I need to learn. You zip in mm-hmm. and you incarnate. Or, you know, you express that energy in some way. I don't know that you're always incarnate, but I know that, like, that's a good idea about it. Um, but, like, maybe it's just being a plant for a little while. You know, right. sometimes, like, that energy expresses itself, and you have probably been lots of things with lots of people. But right. you have a, a, a rich uh, history in your life that is very much connected to past lives and people you've fought battles with and been on the same side with yeah. and learned lessons from and you're here for each other and it's sometimes it's difficult and it's at odds with the structure that you have to live in in society at large but you have high hopes that together with your soul group you can help to change that yeah. for the better totally awesome yeah, well thank you so thank much for you. letting me read your chart If you like Blood Moon Milk and you would like to support the podcast, consider subscribing for The Daily Dose. It's an email subscription newsletter that I send out Monday through Friday with all the important transits, and I animate it, and it is only five bucks a month, and it's a great way to stay in the loop on what's going on in the sky between episodes, and you help support the show. To sign up, just head over to bloodmoonmilk.com and look for The Daily Dose in the sidebar. Thanks for listening.